everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Elevated Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Fouts, and in today's episode, this is another revision of an older episode. It's not available anymore, of course, but I feel like I have some better input now, so this is going to be social media marketing. Um, you know, everything these days, marketing is mostly done on social media platforms. So I'm gonna let you guys know what I do and what works on my social medias and what I've learned from others. So if you're interested, then just keep on listening. Okay, so social media marketing platforms. We have Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Those are the main ones that I think you should be using as a business owner. I have my Instagram and Facebook linked to where it shares, if I post on Instagram, it shares directly to Facebook. With the exception of Reels, it does not share Reels onto Facebook because that is purely an Instagram feature. And then if I share a Reel, I will save that and transfer it over to TikTok and vice versa. If I produce a video on TikTok, I will move it over to my Reels on Instagram but I think I'm kind of switching that up a little bit to give some exclusivity to my TikTok videos. So, um, however, if I do share a video on TikTok, sometimes I'll put it in my story and then I'll let people know, hey, go follow my TikTok if you want to see some videos that are only exclusive to my TikTok. So what that's doing is that is building up my followers there because my following on TikTok is way less than my following on Instagram. So... That's personally what I'm doing to try and build my TikTok up a bit. And then also, my TikTok is kind of where I post things that aren't fitting to the structure of my Instagram business model. So um, I'm just a little bit more, um, what's the word I'm looking for, like expressive on there. Or you can see just a, I show plenty of my personality on Instagram, but I try and keep that just a tad bit more professional. Then I do my TikTok. Um, so, I mean, that's just what I decide to do. And I, my TikTok isn't even... I did have it as Elevated Beauty, but I switched it up um, to just a username. So, I don't necessarily identify my TikTok as professional. But I post mostly professional content on there. Um, but I feel that's just like another way to connect to my audience. If they choose to see like a little bit different side of me, they can follow me there. And then Twitter, that's something new to me. Um, I've seen a lot of people, a lot of estheticians on Instagram, like screenshotting their Twitter status and then having the ability to share that on their Instagram grid. And I really like that. And that's something that I wanted to do. So that is mainly why I created my Twitter. But I also like to follow others um, on Twitter because it's just a little bit more candid, I guess. And that's kind of what I use it for. I like to just put like a candid skincare thought or quote or something like that. Um, but I'm not one to really be too active on Twitter and scroll through and connect with people that way. But that's basically what I use it for is just for like candid statements and stuff that I can screenshot. And then um, I already talked about Facebook, how I, I'm really not really, I'm not very active on my professional Facebook account, but I definitely have it up. I have all my contacts up and then I actually have the, I think it's called the business suite. So it's an app 
from Meta, I believe. And so it links all of your messages and stuff in one place from Instagram and Facebook. And so you, I can just click on that app. And if I get any new comments on Facebook or Instagram or messages, it's all collected in that one place where I don't have to switch apps um, to communicate with people who choose to use one platform over the other. So I definitely recommend to use the Business Suite app. So that's enough on the different platforms. I'm going to get into more specifically how to market yourself better on each platform if you need help with that. Okay, so first of all, your social media presence need to, needs to have a consistency. So you need to make sure that you have your aesthetic pinned down. Um, you need to have a clear vision for your business. That way, someone, a consumer, can see your content and easily recognize it as your own. So have that done. Make sure that you have your logos, your watermarks, whatever you need, and you can um, include that as a marketing material, whatever, into your photos. That way, if a follower or something is scrolling through, they see a picture and then it has your logo on it, and they'll easily recognize that it's yours. But I'm going to start out with Instagram. So personally, I like to have a format where I post a reel or a before and after picture, um, some type of treatment process or something like that. And then my next post will be a graphic, <clears throat> excuse me, graphic or something like that. So that's how I just keep consistency with the look of my page and consistency with the material that I'm putting out. That way I don't have more graphics. Then I have treatment photos and then I share those. Always, always share to your stories because the more that you view someone's stories, the higher um, you are ranked in their story thumbnails or whatever you want to call it, their story grid. So I post my stories every day. Um, I definitely take advantage of the links that Instagram now offers. You used to have like, had to have 10,000 or something followers like that to be able to provide links in your story postings, but now they changed it. So if I share, um, a podcast episode, I share a link to that same as if you share like a treatment photo, you want to share the link in that story posting to your booking site and things like that. So posting consistently, sharing to your stories, and also using the highlight feature for your stories. So if I post a testimonial, like a review to my story, then I will highlight that. Um, I will pin that to my highlights. And on my Instagram highlights, I have like testimonials, before and afters, um, skincare favorites, ingredients, and different things like that that hold relevance. And I make sure if I share anything that is relevant to any of those highlights, I pin it there. That way, my followers can easily view a topic that they're interested in um, and they can see what I have to say about that. So definitely take care, um, not take care, um, put some prevalence on that highlight feature and take advantage of it. So besides that, you definitely want to make sure that you are, and this is something that I'm working on, is engaging with my audience because I'm someone that's very like, 
I don't like to have meaningless conversation or I don't like to post or say anything that's inauthentic. So if someone comments on one of my posts and is like, yes, or love that, or, um, you know, what great information, just whatever. So I'll usually like it, but I've been figuring out lately that I actually need to interact more. So I need to reply to their comment um, with a thank you or, you know, something like that. It doesn't have to be this long thought out response, but just make sure that you're responding to your comments and um, not ignoring them. And it is important to have a follower interaction, even on your stories. Like if you want to ask a question or submit a poll or anything like that, make sure that you are kind of frequently um, offering that interaction so that they feel they're kind of benefiting from something from it or learning something from it or just connecting with your audience and kind of seeing what they have to say, making them feel included. So that's something that I am working on. I found that my audience, I don't know, I feel like whenever I post a question or something, I don't get many responses. There's the, There are two types of people, the people that like to interact and the people that don't. And so when I do get interactions, um, it's always like with the same people. So, which I'm, I have like 500 followers, so that's definitely a lot less than some other estheticians. But despite that, I still make sure to post interactions somewhat frequently because I like to know what you all think and I really love connecting with you all. Okay, so additionally with Instagram, you have some info that you can put um, under your business name and all that. So I do, I've said before that it, I like to follow like Instagram uh, marketing coaches and stuff like that. So what I have learned from them and kind of what I was already implementing is making sure that you're being clear and concise in your informative section. So you want to either put your name or what you do. So I have um, Elevated Beauty. I think it says like um, entrepreneur, licensed esthetician, and then I have what I offer, which is skin facials, lashes, waxing, um, or not just skin, waxing, lashes. Yeah. And then I have my podcast tagged and then I have, I think it says kicking acne's ass because that is kind of what I want to be known for. That's what I love to do is I love to offer acne revision. So those are just some short descriptors that allow my audience to see what I'm about and what I offer. And so that's personally what I have. And if you follow some business coaches, they can probably, or marketing coaches on Instagram, don't like pay for any of them, <laughs> but there are some that offer free educational content. Um, there are a lot of them out there and kind of some, a lot of them are predatory but if you are going to invest in anything, um, I can give you a couple um, recommendations over on my Instagram, Elevated Beauty Podcast. So if you want to, you can shoot me a DM and I'll show you the ones that I have done and um, ones that a lot of other estheticians really highly recommend. And those, you know, business or whatever classes, they're not just like for marketing, but you do get a little bit of marketing uh, education from them. But anyways, um, let's see, I think that is kind of 
it for Instagram. So I'm gonna move over to Facebook. Of course, I said that I have those two linked. Facebook is a little bit different because you can share to groups. And so that is something that I definitely take advantage of. Um, if I'm new to a community or whatever, I will join my community sale groups that do allow postings um, or ads or, uh, excuse me, giveaways, things like that. Not all of them do, so make sure that you're reading the rules. I will share, um, join a local beauty group. I will join a local small business community group, things like that. Just search into your local groups and see which ones can be relevant and useful to you. That is a good way to market yourself and create an outreach on Facebook. So again, um, in my last episode was how to gain and keep clients. That's a part of your outreach is making sure that you are creating exposure on that platform and then also making sure that you are sharing your uh, or linking your business page and that your business page is accessible. You need to have contact information on there. You need to make sure that everything is clear um, before you start your outreach and your social media marketing. You need to make sure that your platforms are really clear and there is a point of contact for each one. So besides sharing the um, directly to groups on Facebook, I don't have much other advice besides that. You know, like I said, all my posts are linked um, and I can communicate directly through the business suite. So I don't need to do much more on my Facebook, but I will say I don't think sponsored ads are super beneficial on Facebook. I have done one before and I did not get anything from it. I've done a sponsored ad on Instagram that one is a little bit more successful for me. Um, it might be different for you, but I, I didn't enjoy or see any benefit from the sponsored ad on Facebook. Okay, so TikTok. This isn't something that I have actually mastered yet. I don't have a really large following on there. But I will say TikTok is all about... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's one of those things where you just like swipe through. We have a low attention span. Um, we're just seeing what can immediately grab our attention. So that's what you want to go for on TikTok is content that is going to immediately draw someone in, immediately grab your attention so that no one's going to swipe right past it, that they see some type of something that's pleasing to the eye, um, satisfying so kind of have a different bit of thought process with TikTok you know Instagram it can be kind of informative um, it can be funny and stuff like that whatever you want to put into your reels but TikTok you really want to grab those people's attention a little bit more so this is something that I'm going to start doing and then I'll let you guys know how it works but I've really been doing a lot of research into what creates a viral video and I really think it's a form of like satisfaction, something that's attention grabbing. So I'm going to try and create some videos that cater to that a little bit more and see how they boost compared to my other videos. So that's what I would say. Um, a lot of times I see creators say that the video that I never thought would go viral is the one that did go viral. And it's because it's not something that you would think to post, um, but it's something that other people want to see. So maybe like cleaning out your wax pot or 
a sped up version of your wax melting or heck, I don't know, um, just like doing a simple skincare routine, like, I don't know, just different things that you wouldn't think people would enjoy, but they really do. Um, the process of the interior design in your space, that's something that I'm going to document. I've got a couple months before I start doing that, but yeah, I'll let you guys know how my TikTok grows with that. It's project that I'm currently working on and like I said my TikTok is more for entertainment it's not like a direct business source but if you want to do that you can um and then you know put the links to your website and all that which I'll do that once I get my website together but um anyways yeah TikTok is a work in progress so I already talked about Twitter um I don't really need to go into more details than that but I do have all of my um, my business links there. Um, that way, if anyone is a Twitter fiend, I'm not. They can find me um, that way, and still I can be accessible. And so, a big part with social media marketing is making sure that your imagery is um, eye catching and it is high quality. Because people are going to scroll right past it if it's low quality and it's not something they want to look at. So you need to make sure that you have a, um, a good camera. Um, I use my iPhone. It has a good camera on it. You need to make sure that you have good lighting. Those are the two best things. You have to make sure that you have good lighting. Um, practice your angles. Get a good angle down. I use an app called Pixel Cut. So I have good lighting, good angles, a good high quality camera. And then I will take um, a photo and then... If it's like a before and after photo, I use Pixel Cut and use a black background that's very contrasting. So those results really pop. And then um, I put my logo with that. And to me, that's really eye-catching. So whatever content you're posting, just make sure that you are investing into it and that you um, are paying attention to the details. So for what we do and any content creator, you definitely need like a ring light or something like that. Um, ideally one that can hold a multimedia, it has like a cell phone holder or something like that. So you can record lives, you can record your reels with it like that. Um, but when I am taking before and after photos, I just do them by hand. Or if I'm recording like someone, like a lash video or a lash picture or anything like that. But if I want to record myself, um, 100%, I will use that. So I definitely would recommend investing into a ring light that has, um, a cell phone holder and, Ideally, even a remote. That way, you don't have to walk up and, you know, press record and do all those things. So, um, yeah, I think that's really nice to have as a content creator. And lastly, um, for a strong social media presence, you want to make sure that you have your logo. I personally don't like my logo to be my, my main photo because my business is me. So, I like to have a photo of myself. But I have my... Um, logo as like my cover art or I have that you would have that on your website and you can put that in your photos or you can put like a compacted version of your logo which is a secondary logo and which that's what I have I have my logo a secondary logo and like a watermark kind of and I want to make sure to add that for content creation I already talked about the pixel cut app so that's a background remover I 
use that all the time. I love it. I couldn't function without it. And then Canva. Canva is free, but they also have like a premium subscription where you can um, take advantage of other tools. So I use those two, Canva and Pixel Cut. You definitely need to have some type of graphic design app that way that you can create stuff. And um, yeah, you can definitely learn a lot from the Canva app. But if you just know it's not something that you're going to enjoy, it's going to be a burden to you, then hire a graphic designer. I know there are estheticians out there that even have graphic designers to create their graphics um, on their Instagram, not just their logos, but their graphics too, which I enjoy creating my graphics because it's educational content and it's something that I put my heart and soul into and that I'm very connected with. Um, but I did get a graphic designer to create a t-shirt design for me and then also a logo. So I did have an old logo um, that I created using Canva. but And I could have gotten by with it, but I really enjoy the logo that was made for me because it is custom and I know no one else is using that font necessarily. So that's what I did. And yeah, those are the two apps that I would highly recommend. One thing I forgot to mention um, on Instagram is making sure that you're using relevant hashtags. I think I mentioned this in my last podcast episode on how to keep in-game clients. Um, using relevant hashtags, like what you do, waxing. Um, so like if you live in Tucson, Tucson waxing. Um, another city that's close to Tucson you know, you want to connect with the surrounding areas as well. And then your locations, not only in the city that you're in or the surrounding cities, but you want to create exposure by um, tagging a location of a really popular place that is around you. So like in Colorado Springs, Kawadi is this um, kind of community place that has restaurants in it, nightlife. So I've tagged that before and I've gotten a little bit of exposure from it. Like Meow Wolf in Denver, that is like an interactive art exhibit. So just kind of places like that that are close to you that you know a lot of people are visiting, you can tag different locations that way to create more exposure. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. And I will see you next Monday at a.m. Mountain Standard Time for another episode.